T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One to seven on a holiday weekend. Make it a safe one here on the 4th. Uh, most folks have the 5th Monday off, and it's kind of back at it on Tuesday uh, the 6th. Quite a bit cooler on Tuesday, as Mark alluded to in the weather a moment ago, but a hot one this weekend. Twins and Royals coming up. We'll get started at 2.30. Chris Atterbury on the pregame show. We still don't have an announced starter today, but uh, we do have a lineup set. Uh, Polanco at second, leading off, then Donaldson at third, Cruz DH batting third. Alex Kirilov playing in right. He'll bat cleanup. Then Ryan Jeffries will catch. Miguel Snow at first. Uh, Alberto Celestino in center field batting seventh. Louise Horizon batting eighth and left. And Andrelton Simmons will bat ninth and play at shortstop. But there's still a, no announced pitcher for the Twins in the ballgame today at Kauffman Stadium. Um, we'll probably get that a little bit later on. Minnesota Wild are busy. Big contract extension. And to join us about that, contract talks and the Stanley Cup final, Sarah McClellan. She covers the Wild for the Star Tribune online at StarTribune.com. Sarah, I hope you're doing well. Same for you, Steve. Yeah, good to visit with you on this 4th of July weekend. And uh, big news, a huge contract for Jewel Erickson Eck. Um, This thing, according to Bill Guerin, sounds like it came up pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, this took a three-day process. And, you know, for a deal of this length, maybe that sounds surprising, but I I, I think just kind of both sides, it sounds like, um, you know, we're on the same page in that, you know, the Wild obviously liked Erickson Eck as a person, as a player, and, you know, they showed that commitment. He showed that willingness to commit as well to a long-term deal. And that's what happened. Eight years, $42 million. Um, he's now the longest signed player um, on the Wild. This is a deal that takes him through the 2028-29 season. Um, and it's the first, you know, eight-year max contract that the team has awarded since that became the limit, um, you know, when the CBA changed in 2013. So, um, you know, I think this was kind of probably an evolution that isn't surprising when you look at the breakout year that he had this past season, you know, really emerging as this team's number one center after, you know, the subtraction of a Miko Koivu and an Eric Stahl. He really stepped up and solidified that middle of the ice um, played on the team's most consistent line with Jordan Greenway and Marcus Foligno, and then produced, not just, you know, kind of his trademark defensive way 
being solid in his own end, but to have his best offensive year of his NHL career, 19 goals, 30 points in a short, you know, 56 game season. Um, you know, I, I think the wild obviously sees him continuing to develop in that mold and that way. And, you know, that's the type of player, you know, they believe he obviously can continue to be and what they'll need him to be is to be that force at both ends of the ice. So, you know, obviously a reward, you know, for that type of season. And it sounds like he's eager, you know, to continue to, to play that way and build and grow with this team. Yeah, and it's seemingly stepping into a void left by Miko Koivu's departure and then ultimate retirement because he, he was certainly very responsible on the defensive end and was a longtime captain and so on and so forth. The Wild already have a captain in Jared Spurgeon, but nevertheless, uh, big role in in a league where centers are so coveted yeah you're right you know the goals that was I think that was obviously a very important step for Erickson Eck to make in his career you know he was a first round pick um you know I think there was a lot of belief when he was drafted that he could produce in the NHL so that was you know a very timely I guess contribution or evolution for him to show this past season that he can get in front of the net and put pucks in the back of the net um, but that defensive base, I don't think, can be overlooked. I mean, it's so important. Um, you know, you, and just look at these Stanley Cup playoffs. The teams that have gone far have really been driven by their center icemen, especially, you know, you look at like a Philip Deneau for Montreal. He plays that same two-way style that Erickson X plays, um, you know, kind of a similar player. And, you know, look where Montreal is, you know, obviously struggling in the finals, but this is a team that, has made it to the finals when, you know, maybe not many expected them to go very far this season in the playoffs. So that's a very valuable role. It's, it's, it's a very important position center. And I think just having someone play that two way game in your top six, it's valuable. And you see that with the type of contract a player like Eric Neck merits with an eight year commitment. Um, you know, and obviously average annual value of, of, you know, $5.25 million a year. Yeah, once upon a time, the Wild made a big splash on a 4th of July weekend with the Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi signings, which really turned the franchise uh, around. It was headed in the wrong direction, and uh, here we are, a holiday weekend, big signing there, and now talk of two other huge names in the future of the Minnesota Wild, uh, Kirill Kaprizov and Kevin Fiala. Um, do you get a sense that, that deals there are imminent, Sarah? You know, I think obviously those are still a work in progress, but I think now they're probably going to start to take more of the spotlight. Um, you know, this was kind of step one of a three-step process. You know, the Wild did prioritize re-signing Erickson Eck, Fiala, and Kaprizov. And now that Erickson Eck has done, obviously the attention turns to the other two players. Um, you know, Bill Guerin said that talks um, with both players' camps, um, you know, will happen next week. That's the plan in the coming days. Um, you know, he, he remains confident, um, you know, with Kaprizov, obviously it's a little bit of a unique situation because even though he's coming off his entry level deal, he doesn't have the same, uh, rights that, you know, other players have with restricted free agency, having arbitration rights. He doesn't fall into any of those categories. Um, so it's a little bit more of a unique situation, um, you know, whereas Fiala is a restricted free agent, he has arbitration rights. So, um, yeah, those are kind of now probably going to take center stage. Um, you know, it sounds like they've had preliminary talks with Fiala's camp. Um, and obviously there's been that open dialogue, Garen said, you know, with Kaprizov's camp. 
And, you know, even though, you know, Garen said he envisions all three of these players being with the Wild long term, you know, what worked for Eric Tanek might not apply for these other two. Um, and Garen acknowledged that, you know, it, it might not be eight-year deals all around. So it's a process. I don't think there's any, you know, concern or anything. I think Garen just realizes this is the norm. This is how it goes. It's a back and forth. Um, you know, technically for the league calendar, the offseason hasn't really started. The Stanley Cup finals are still going on. So it's going to get busy here. But, yeah, those are the, the next two big priorities for the team to re-sign those two players this summer. Yeah, and I think for all the hand-wringing or rumors about uh, Kirill being back in Moscow for a wedding and that he could return to the KHL, I'm like, that's posturing. There's, there's no way he's going back to the KHL or is going to force his way out. I think he means way too much to the Minnesota Wild, not only on the ice, but on the business side as well. They've got to get a deal done with Kirill. I just am sold it will happen. You know, we saw this year, you're right, just the impact that he had. He really, it felt like he turned the franchise around. And obviously, I think you could see that there were steps moving in the right direction with the emergence of young players like Eric Chenek, like Fiala. Um, And there's more coming. You know, Matt Boldy was drafted. Marco Rossi was drafted. Um, And then you see, you know, players like Jared Spurgeon and Jonas Rodin and Marcus Foligno and Jordan Greenway continue to take more, you know, take more effect on this team. Um, It was trending, obviously, in the right direction, but it just felt like Kaprizov kick-started that. Um, 27 goals, obviously just won the Calder Trophy as the best rookie in the NHL, you know, earlier this week. Um, so I think his impact is, is undeniable. And I think that's why, yeah, this is an important negotiation, um, for the Wild. Um, and, you know, Garen said he's confident that something will get done. Yeah. And no, no doubt in my mind that, uh, something will happen. And, uh, I, I had to look it up real quick. Uh, the Parisi Suter signing, July 4th, 2012. That'll be nine years ago tomorrow. That's just absolutely insane to me because I remember how big that was nine years ago because the, the Wild were just trending in the wrong direction from a business sense, fan interest sense, on ice. And and that was a big, big step uh, for the franchise, uh, Parisi and Suter. And I guess we don't really know what the future is, Zach Parisi with the club. Uh, going forward, Sarah, I, I know Ryan Suter locked in, still a big part of what is a, a very solid uh, defensive core for the Wild, but uh, Parisi, I, I know he's under contract, no trade clause, etc. Is that a, a storyline this summer or in your mind? Not really. You know, the way they kind of left it at the end of the season, you know, it kind of sounded from both sides that they just kind of proceed as status quo and sure. and that's like what you said he's under contract you know Parise said I'm I have a contract haven't been told anything different I'm going to report to training camp and I think the wild you know kind of echoed that too and um you know I, I think too you, you come back for training camp the roster's evolved I think they're probably eager to see what changes happen and you know that opportunity then for Parise to prove himself I don't think the wild is um you know they said like it's not pigeonholing someone into some assignment you know, Parise played on the fourth line most of this past season. I don't know if that's, you know, exactly where he's going to be for the rest of his tenure with the Wild for next season. I think there's obviously, like they said, you show up at camp and you see what kind of where everybody shuffles and fits together. So, um, yeah, it, you know, it felt like some uncertainty and um, with him not playing and not starting in the playoffs. And uh, But I think with the way it wrapped up, it just was kind of like, you know, 
there there is a way forward it sounds like and you know they said he's under contract he's expecting to show up for camp and hasn't been told otherwise and so I think that's just kind of the circumstances for right now it's just kind of proceeding as normal. Uh, Sarah McClellan joining us covers the wild for the Star Tribune online at startribune.com and uh, you're right Stanley Cup final continues it could be over quickly though Tampa Bay uh, dominates game three in Montreal winning that one comfortably six to three and you know going up and down the ice nine total goals in a game Montreal doesn't have much of a chance if in in game four they, they I I felt like Carey Price had to hold him to a goal or a loss to have a chance in game three and it, it didn't work out that way but Montreal it's been a good run but uh, certainly Tampa Bay looks apart right now yeah agreed I mean it's it's tough to win when you're giving up two goals every period, you know, and it oh, just yeah. seems like that. It just seems like the scoring is just so consistent right now from Tampa Bay, which it obviously is. And I think, too, they kind of flex that swagger and experience of having been here before, which they just were last summer, you know, winning the Stanley Cup in the bubble. Um, but, yeah, it's, I think it's a little bit more maybe of a mismatch than maybe some people expected, even though, you know, Montreal was a lower seed and kind of went on this maybe surprising run. I think the way that they kind of looked like they were able to adapt in each of their series and find a way to, you know, prevail against Toronto, you know, against, you know, the likes of Vegas and, and you know, just the, the run that they went on, um, that maybe they would continue to, to, to find a way to adapt and adjust. Um, but Tampa Bay just kind of looks like the juggernaut that they've kind of been all year and last year and when when something like that happens, it almost just feels like it's probably destiny, and it just it might not be in the you know in in the works for for kind of a Cinderella run to continue. But we'll see with Game Four, like you said on Monday, if there's a way for Montreal to you know at least send this back to Tampa Bay and um, find a way to to solve Vasilevsky, who you know you, you're right, just kind of been the star in the series, not only goaltending but just all over the ice. Yeah, and when when you look at uh, whenever this Stanley Cup final comes to a close and they they hand out the cups, sure looks like Tampa Bay barring a a miracle comeback for Montreal that the NHL will, in a sense, finally be able to get back to normal and get into a normal rhythm and start camp, start the season on time, and I would assume. Uh, a return to more of a normal division format. I know that's all to be determined, but that that would be the expectation at this point that the the 21-22 season will look more normal. Yeah, it looks like it's certainly tracking that way, right? I mean, even just, you yeah. know, looking maybe not in Canada, obviously with Montreal where they still have restrictions on 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 their attendance, but you know, it looks like a full building or close to in Tampa Bay. Um we saw that kind of, you know, as the playoffs progressed. And, you know, if this Stanley Cup is awarded in the coming days, you know, we know it's a busy off-season calendar with the, the Seattle expansion draft and, 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 you know, the normal entry-level draft and then free agency. But it certainly looks like it's lining up, obviously, for, you know, a restart in October. You know, and that sets up the normal 82-game season, if that's the case. And um, you're right. I think, you know, it's kind of trending in that direction. We'll get firm dates coming up. You know, a schedule, you know, a complete schedule hasn't been announced yet. But it certainly looks like that's the step. That was the anticipation that next season would be back to, you know, more of a normal setup, you know, with the Division two and, um, you know, the number of games. You know, obviously this past season had that kind of, you know, just obviously division-based 
kind of baseball style setup with multiple games, you know, against the same team in the same city. Um, so it'd be curious to see if that maybe that part of the format stays, but to get every team in every building and grow the game that way and, you know, showcase the stars across the league, you know, to fans, you know, around the U.S. and Canada, I think that's obviously the next step for the NHL. Yeah, for sure. Well, Sarah, good to visit with you. Enjoy the holiday weekend. Thank you. You too. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 